0: Hi. Welcome to Communist Plot. In this episode, Elizabeth and I went up to Kentucky to Mammoth Cave National Park to visit some of the cemeteries up there. And we recorded clips uh, before we went to these different cemeteries. So I'm just going to be popping in to provide a little flavor, text, stringing all of these different clips together. Without further ado, here we go. Okay, we're recording. Here's some slight ASMR. ASMR. Mammoth Cave map unfolding. We're at Mammoth Caves. (laughs) So, yeah. Up here in Mammoth Cave. To to go to some cemeteries.
1: Because we would like to go into the cave. But it is still the time of death in the world so uh we're not gonna we're not gonna go into a giant thing of circulating trapped air
0: yeah that didn't seem like a great idea even though it's very fun if you have the opportunity to go to mammoth cave uh once hopefully delta calms down uh you should go because it's fun
1: it's really fun it's a wonderful state park of the largest cave system in the world yeah and it's very well curated. Uh, got to talk to um, Amber Flowers, who works with the bats here. I will put her uh, Instagram on there. There's some pictures of some uh, some quality pictures of bats on there. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but yeah, so. So, Mammoth Cave, first of all, is on Cherokee, Shawnee, and Chickasaw land. Mm hmm. In Kentucky. Uh, the park itself was established in 1941. It's 52,830 acres. The people who settled here were generally farmers. Some of them are cave explorers and a bunch of them became entrepreneurs of different cave attractions and, I'll, and th- there's a story that goes with one of the cemeteries that we're going to visit later but there was a period of time called the Kentucky Cave Wars oh yeah here which is interesting the land for the park was then obtained uh from purchasing farmsteads but also through eminent domain So just the government... Oh, so
1: taking farmsteads.
0: Yeah, taking the farmsteads.
1: Which we'll have another story on that when we go visit the corpse of a town. But that's for a later episode. (laughs)
0: Uh, So far, 80 cemeteries containing over 3,400 graves have been found and recorded in this park. Mm. A lot of them are family graves, but we're going to go to also a few church... Uh, cemeteries that were little churches established a lot kind of in the late 1800s to very early 20th century. One of them
1: being the Mammoth Cave Baptist Church which we actually accidentally visited the last time that we were here.
0: So the first place that we're going is Old Guides and it's called that Really, as far as I could find, there's only one old guide who's in the old guide cemetery. Who's Stephen Bishop, who was enslaved, but he was a cave explorer. And he, he's the first one who charted a lot of Mammoth Cave.
1: If I'm remembering the story correctly, um, there is a big ravine. In the middle of the one of the caves. And he was the first person to find a way across. Because at that point they thought that Mammoth Caves just stopped. And because of him finding a way across, they then found that there were actually hundreds of more miles of caves. So basically because of this man's bravery, we found one of the most unique geological sites on the planet.
0: Yeah. He also discovered eyeless um, Cavefish. hmm and a uh,
1: bunch of... Two underwater... And because, and because he because he also found two underwater uh, rivers, one of which is appropriately named the Styx.
0: And he was the first tour guide of Mammoth Cave when it was first uncovered and then shown... or open to the public as an attraction. So he's at Old Guides. There are several other graves that there wasn't much information about I assume their family. I like, feel like when we went
1: there last time it was the graves of also other enslaved people. Yeah I think but they were not as well documented unfortunately.
0: And then there are, are three patients from the experimental tuberculosis ward of 1842 which we won't get into a whole lot. although there, are, so there are these structures in the the cave that were built for these people with tb to be in because the guy who owned the property at one point thought that it was going to be great for tb people uh to be in the caves and there's a rock in there where they would if somebody died of tb in the cave they would put their body and it's called corpse rock which is both very depressing and very metal
1: I... See, I wanted to go on that. We went, like, on the basic cave tour last time, but I really wanted to go on the TB cave tour because there was, like, an actual house that I believe is, like, situ... Like, basically, like, the, they built the house because there's, like, an air vent coming up, like, geothermal air coming up, and they thought that maybe that would be good for, like, I guess, drying out the lungs or whatever kooky they Victorian nonsense. Yeah, they didn't that, know how
0: TB worked. No, not at all. The caves are actually... I, based on the Smithsonian article I read, it seemed like the caves weren't like the worst, but also were not good for people with
1: TB. If there's a buzz, it's, uh, the car's is buzzing because it's hot because the sun, sun got hot for us. Um.
0: We were all we're we all dressed for fall and. It's only 64, but then the sun came out, so now it's we have to have the air conditioning on in the car. It's the greenhouse effect. Ooh. Ooh. Anyway, so yeah, we're going to go up and check out old guides, and then we'll move on to the next...
1: One thing I will say, um, that if you have a chance to go, you should. It was illegal to be able to read and write if you were an enslaved person but because they basically sent these men into the caves to just explore and find what see what they could see, find what they could find, they were able to practice writing with the smoke from their candle lamps. And so, and that is actually still, you can actually still see it. And of course, there are also like signatures of other people who explored the caves, but those are still preserved in smoke. And so it's actually a really, really beautiful thing to see.
0: Yeah. There are also some, some, uh, inscriptions on the cave walls by some of the TV people writing their names Mm -hmm. and the date, uh, for posterity. So yeah, let's go let's go check out if you go, don't touch it. Don't be like the <laughs>
1: kid in front of me that they said don't touch it and he just had to smudge history. So don't be that person.
0: Let's go check out the cemetery. Okay. <laughs> to get to Old Guide Cemetery, you go behind the visitor center across a little bridge and then down a path. That's all very accessible and not too much of a hike. And Old Guides is all fenced off, so you can't really get up close and personal with anything. But they do have some markers telling you what's up. And it's a cool piece of history. It's definitely worth seeing. And Stephen Bishop's headstone in particular is, is pretty cool. So after we hit Old Guides, we went down a extremely windy road to find our next stop. Oh, it says Mammoth Cave Baptist Church on the, it knows where we are.
1: Uh, Technology. is terrifying like first i found out that phoebe's car has been listening to us the entire ride (laughs) and now her phone is just
0: showing off i know and knows it knows where we are
1: so uh as the phone has already given away this the phone's been a spoiler uh would you would you like to tell us about the cave wars
0: yeah so here this is this is relevant to this particular cemetery because of a man who is buried here. First of all just a little bit about the church and the cemetery here. The church was founded in 1827. Mm-hmm. The building that's here was built in 1927. Um so
1: what happened to the first church? I'm
0: not 100% sure. One of one, there are a couple of small churches around here. One of them was I'm not sure if it's this one, was destroyed by a tornado on oh. um, the original structure and then a new one. That might be this one, but it might be a different one. Anyway, so this church functioned as a multi-use venue until the 70s. Makes so sense. even after the park was was established. Um, what
1: this, were some
0: of the uses? Uh, they used it as a meeting hall, community meeting hall for social events Um, that sort of thing. This is actually, this was the white Mammoth Cave Baptist Church. There was a Mammoth Cave Baptist Church for black people Mm -hmm. also, but they haven't, the people who have done, who've surveyed this area to like catalog the churches and uh, graveyards around here, they haven't found it. Uh, they are not sure where, where it is. So the guy who's buried here's name is Floyd Collins, and he was a cave explorer and guide in the early 20th century. So during the Kentucky Cave Wars, um, he he ran his, his family had property around here and the Crystal Cave was the cave that was on their property, but it was kind of out of the way. Crystal
1: Cave is actually—it's a road uh, on our handy dandy map. It's actually a road that's coming, up, so it it, it it should be fairly close. Yeah,
0: it's in the kind of like it looks like it's in the like northeast corner of. For all
1: you spelunkers out there, <laughs> <laughs> of the of the park, I wouldn't go spelunking again if you put a gun to my
0: head. Yeah, that terrifies me. I hate the concept of spelunking.
1: <laughs> Sorry, don't mean to. Okay,
0: so. So yeah, Crystal Cave was kind of out of the way. And so in 1925, he was trying to find a... Another cave that he could develop into an attraction that was closer to Mammoth Cave or connected to Mammoth Cave, looking for a way to, to a way in, yeah, to that that you could market and make it kind of like, oh, this is a this is a way to get into Mammoth Cave, which
1: makes sense because Mammoth Cave, like it, literally hundreds of miles of caves, which were formed. It's because of the 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 limes the the magma limestone something the magma tunnels right
0: i think so i don't know i'm just spitballing okay i'm not, sorry i'm not a so ideologist. he was looking for
1: an oh he was looking for like a way to get into mammoth caves proper. yeah
0: so there's a cave that he found that later kind of got called sand cave because it needed a name
1: what, were there any sand did he hate sand were there any sandy properties <laughs> did it get everywhere it got everywhere yeah so
0: irritating just just hated sand. Uh which is why it's such an insult that it was named Sand Cave. Aww. Um So anyway, so he got trapped when he was exploring this this new cave and uh relatively close to where he had been able to like shimmy in. It was a really tight like tight fit. Um so he died spelunking. Yeah, so he got trapped. And uh this uh, Rock had pinned one of his legs. It became a media circus. It was one of the biggest stories in the 20s. Uh, he. Wait, wait, so was he found alive? So, uh, th- th- people knew that he had gone looking for. The, so, somebody came and found, like a neighbor came and found that he had been trapped and went to get the authorities. And they were able to get some food to him. Their... um,. Just media swarmed here. There were thousands. So he was the
1: he was the older white guy, nineteen twenties version of Baby Jessica.
0: Yeah. Wow. And so they were able to get him some food, but couldn't get to him to like get him out. There were multiple attempts made by teams of geologists and miners I think and military I personnel. This story, okay. And a, apparently. Even Charles Lindbergh was involved uh, flying film, like, film negatives between here and Chicago to get them out to the press. Oh my, um, no,
1: this, okay, yeah, Lindbergh, like, okay, yeah, no, this, this is sounding really familiar. Okay. Uh,
0: and a local reporter named William Burke Miller was small enough to squeeze in and he could, like, get close enough that he could talk to, talk to, uh... To Collins and he actually won a Pulitzer for his coverage of this of this thing. Um I, I bet I
1: bet no one gave him shit for being small anymore. Like I'm sure <laughs> right? that in the twenties, being a macho man, but haha. <laughs> <laughs> small enough to get that Pulitzer.
0: So Collins died of exposure after like two weeks Jesus. of being trapped in this cave. Oh,
1: wait, oh my wait. So two weeks pinned to one spot. Unable to, so, oh, God. Yeah,
0: and they they couldn't get down there safely, so they just, they, they they left, and, but then a couple months later, his brother was just like, no, like, I don't want him to just be in this cave, and he got some friends together, and they were able to tunnel down and recover his body, and... Why...
1: Do we know why they couldn't have done that when he was alive? Well, I think
0: they were worried about it collapsing and like killing him okay, I assume they were
1: they were worried about a cave in, but of course he's dead now yeah, so, so
0: yeah, so they recovered his remains, buried him in the family plot. Then the land got sold, and Crystal Cave became a attraction run by someone else. They dug up his body no, and put it on display in a glass-topped coffin in Crystal Cave. And it was there for years. So that was in 1929.
1: So he was the crystal or, in the Crystal Cave.
0: Wait, no, that wasn't in 1929. That was a couple years. In 1929, the body was stolen, uh, supposedly by a rival cave entrepreneur. It was found in a field missing a leg. Uh, I'm oh not sure if it was the crushed leg that was missing. That wasn't in the newspaper article. He was put back into his glass top coffin, but they added a really heavy metal lid. The whole coffin weighed 1,200 pounds, but there was a heavy metal lid so he couldn't be stolen again, but they could open it up and there was a glass top so he, you could still see you could him. see him, his yeah.
1: mummifying corpse. Yeah. But was the glass crystal because I don't, I don't know. It's called Crystal Caves. I know. I just,
0: okay. Uh, his body was on display from 1927 to 1961 when the Park Service acquired Crystal Cave as, as they were developing this whole acquiring more of land. How is that
1: legal? Because there have been several instances of people's bodies, like, or like John Doe's, put on like in storefront and they just mm-hmm. like become a thing and it's, but it's a person. Yeah. How
0: was that legal? I'm sorry. You... The family sued the government to get the body back and the government was like, yeah, we want you to have it. But this, the uh, article I read said local opposition. What? Uh Slowed down the process until 1989. Another article I found uh, a judge ruled in favor of the people who owned the cave who didn't want to give the body back, I guess.
1: So there were still people who had his
0: remains for attraction purposes? I guess. Um, oh my god, And so poor in, guy. In 1989, his remains were finally buried here and... His descendants came for a funeral service, and That's this really sweet. the main article about this is from when that happened, and it's like they were saying like, this so this has been a struggle. three generation, three generations have been like going through this process.
1: Was he? Do we know like, did he like himself like, have a like? I know that I know that it was his brother who like came and got the body, but like. Does he, did he have family? Like, did he have, like, kids and a wife that, like, had to deal with this? Like... I'm not sure. Also, but, like, here's here's my question, because, like, they buried him originally. Yeah. Right? Like, was he, was he, maybe he was buried on the land that was sold? Yeah, so... yeah,
0: no, he was buried at the the family's, like... Their so, their so, plot okay. on their land. So is the people who bought that so land, this, got so, the cemetery with the land.
1: Okay, so when you said, like, family plot, I thought that you were meaning, like, in the traditional cemetery term. Like, I thought that there was a family plot here. Oh, no, this is on their property. Okay, so, like, this is, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I guess that makes a little bit more sense. Still in bad taste, but makes a little bit more legal sense, like...
0: Yeah, why well, there was like a property dispute about a his body corpse, yeah.
1: That's very interesting because I well, I don't want to speak out of turn we can edit this out, but I think I remember when we went originally because they talked about like Native Americans would come and they would some of them would place their dead in the caves.
0: Yeah, it was there were uh there were a lot of or not a lot, but there were several uh mummified but like yeah, intentionally, intentionally buried, mu- like intentionally uh, buried in the caves and because like
1: the caves would mummify them so it was and and I know that they were removed but opposite from the story they were actually put back in the caves Yeah, um, because that's where they had been intentionally put yeah and now the story of this person who probably did not want to spend eternity in a cave yeah yeah. Don't go spelunking, kids. Yeah. Literally. You, your your
0: corpse might be on display for 50 years. Your
1: corpse might be on display for 50 years. Family heartache. We're going to edit this out because it's some bad taste. But no, I just... It, the thing about... The thing about... And I guess, like, it was his leg that was pinned. But thing about spelunking is if you're trapped... If you're trapped in between, like... Hundreds of thousands of tons of rock, and you're trapped on each side of that. Your natural inclination is to hyperventilate, which is to take as much air in as possible, and so your chest actually expands, meaning that you get even more stuck. So, like, just no. They were telling me this as I was going through dead man squeeze or fat man squeeze. Neither of them are are politically correct, but you had to bend down and slide in uh, with your body, like, facing the ground, your body uh, parallel to the ground, and then somehow, for some reason, you had to twist and and go and then climb up and then twist again and climb out. No.
0: Yeah. I have no desire to ever do anything like that that's awful did i
1: did i know about this that this is going to happen as i was in the cave no this was also the same spelunking where i almost fell 20 feet into a crevasse because one of our youth guides kitty was A baby himself in college, in fucking college. He slipped and accidentally pushed me. And then I fell down a hole and everyone thought that it was funny and everyone was laughing. And I was like, I lost my shoe. And then they, but no one realized that I, because there was nothing to grip onto because it was just wet rock that I was slowly losing purchase on until they fight until I was also like all the air had been knocked out of me. So I couldn't even shout And uh, they finally realized that I was about to fall in and that it was also, I couldn't touch the bottom of it. And so pulled me out, shined a light and it was at least 20 feet down. And then I asked the, what I assume is underqualified guide, how long it would have taken for an ambulance to get to me. And the nearest hospital was an hour away and we were three hours in the cave. So then it would have been Basically eight hours. Cool. Oh, also but they would have had to climb they would have had to also go the rest of their way out of the cave to call somebody to get help. hmm Don't go spelunking.
0: Moral especially, of the story. Moral
1: especially not on a Christian youth trip.
0: Oh god.
1: On <laughs> a Christian youth trip while you're building a a new structure for a camp for troubled teens. That's the end of the story. It was terrible. And God. Fuck. Yeah, that was, that was, aw- yeah, and oh yeah, and then uh, I lost my shoe. It was down the hole. Had to spend the two other hours walking around in this damp cave with the creepy crawly eyeless little centi- white pale centipedes crawling in the dirt next to me. With one shoe, with one with one shoe and a sodden sock. <laughs> Yikes! Like, I'm creepy. I'm not that creepy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not goth. That's just that's some survival
0: man shit. Yeah, I hate that for you. <laughs> Jesus. Mammoth Cave is really fun though. <laughs> yeah, Mammoth Cave is like it's chill, it's easy, it's not weird. The tours are wonderful. It has uh like and they'll also
1: tell you the varying degrees of physical difficulty and I believe they also have an accessible tour for people who are in wheelchairs. So mm-hmm. it's it's it is fairly up to date as far as like modern amenities.
0: Yeah. Well, Let's want, go... to go check this out? Yeah, let's go check out this, this cool cemetery and Let's old go church. maybe see if we can get
1: into the church. Not going to break in. Yeah,
0: yeah. There's it's there's no open. fun, like, was, respectful fun. There was one of the these churches that we stopped at the last time. You could, like, go inside, and it was cool. So, yeah. And we'll, uh, yeah, we'll pull up our, our
1: cryptid notebook and see all the things that you shouldn't do in an abandoned church. Yeah. So...
0: Until next time. (laughs) Mammoth Cave Baptist Church is pretty cool. There's a church on the premises that's very similar to the other small churches that we came across. You can go into them. There's not a whole lot to them, but they're cool. This one had a pretty gnarly, uh, dilapidated outhouse behind it, which was neat other than that it's kind of a more modern cemetery i think there are more recent headstones although there are some older ones and it was it was a cool cemetery but but it lacked a certain ambiance to be spooky so after that cemetery we went on and ran into ...having to go on a ferry across a river.
1: The sound that you hear are the engines revving of the... ...the, uh... Motorcycle group. Yeah, the motorcycle gang that totally stole our spot, our next spot on the ferry... But they're a motorcycle gang, so we're not gonna pick a fight. Not that
0: we. They're would. not really a motorcycle they're gang. They're not. They're like touring motorcycles. Yeah.
1: No, it's it's definitely. I think they're
0: all gonna fit in one load, though. Yeah, they will. Um, Efficient. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take this ferry. I'm a little scared of it, but like we're gonna do it.
1: Phoebe, it's our chance to take a ferry.
0: I'm a little scared of the ferry. Yeah, no, it's gonna be exciting. I'm, I'm. It's, it's. There's also a porta potty on the ferry,
1: fa- or is that the engine? No, that's a porta potty.
0: Yeah, I think that's a porta potty. I, I guess, mean, there's a person who has to work yeah, on the ferry. I guess.
1: So. I wonder if they like they just like stop in the middle of the river just so that people know <laughs> that they're like gonna be a second.
0: You see him run across. Excuse me. <laughs> so yeah, um, we have to get on this ferry to go. To uh, two of the cemeteries, it's literally the only way across the river with Unless we want the to,
1: unless we yeah, unless we want to go entirely around the park. And apparently, these are these are ferries that have a historic significance, as there were a system of ferries that connected the different farms before this was a national park. So, a proud tradition. Yeah, we have to go on the. Ferry. We have to go on the ferry. It's obvi- It it is motorized now and not uh a pulley system which I am assuming cuz I'm assuming some old fairies.
0: I have no idea. I don't know my ferry history. Oh my god. What the hell, Phoebe. You I don't know, know your ferry history. I didn't do ferry research <laughs> before before we came here. There they go. I can't believe they stole our spot. Look at them
1: go. Geriatric bikers.
0: <laughs> okay. Well onward to, to our next <laughs> We'll let you
1: know if if it ended hor- actually if it ended horribly You won't hear from us You won't hear you won't... from us but we'll let but we'll let you know how it went. We'll let you know how the ferry ride was. Yeah. See the... Oh there they are. <laughs> it's like I can't see the graves. <laughs>
0: They're behind us. I can't
1: see the cruise. Oh, there
0: they are. Let's see. So this is Good Springs Baptist, which oh.
1: you have to. Uh, the road ends, and then you turn left onto a gravel road and go quite a it's bit. It's like
0: one lane. If you have stressful. horses, you are shit out of luck. <laughs> there were two no horses signs. Um, also, just for reference, I did not like the ferry. Uh, it was very stressful being the driver. I'm sorry. It's okay, and uh, it's also the only way back across the river. So I have to face my fear. It's but. true,
1: unless we just want to keep going, and we just we live in Kentucky we now. We live in Kentucky now. Just or, or or we can go up. You maybe we go to Illinois. Maybe we'd go to visit Alana.
0: <gasps> yeah. So yeah, we're gonna go check out this cemetery. I don't really have any. Um, we would visit you too, Sandra. Any information about it? Uh, It was established in 1842. That's that's about it. Basically, all the churches up here were Baptist churches, so
1: that makes
0: sense. Yeah. So Ooh, ooh, she thick, ooh, she old. Let's go. Let's go check check this out. All right. Good Springs Cemetery and Church were great. It's back in the woods. It has some really good cemetery ambiance. There are a ton of interesting headstones in just a range of dates. It was really fun to walk around and explore. There's some picnic tables there too. they are metal picnic tables, which <laughs> detracted a little bit from that ambiance. But it would be a great place to just like Hang out and spend some time. We really enjoyed that cemetery. I think it was probably our favorite one that we visited on our trip. After we were done traipsing around Good Springs, we found a very windy way back to our last stop, foregoing a few of the other cemeteries I wanted to go to that were in the north part of the park, but because of slight delay having to find a map and do you know, do the navigation thing the old fashioned way, we weren't able to make it. So maybe that's a trip that we need to take in the future. Go back, hit some more places since there are so many cemeteries in the park. We went back across the river on the ferry. Down a windy unpaved road to find our next stop. Hi, Phoebe. Hi, so, Elizabeth.
1: We survived the ferry and also the cursed road.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Tell us, where are we now?
0: We're at the Joppa? Jopa? Yoba? I'm not sure. Well, knowing here and stuff, it's probably, like, Joppa. Joppa. Yeah. You know. Um, uh, the Joppa Church, I think it's probably another Baptist church, let's be honest. And... We'll bet you a fiver it's a Baptist church. (laughs) Yeah. Jeez. All I got on this one is, yeah, it's a Baptist church. It was established in...
1: 1862. So, one of one of the newer churches. Yeah,
0: and this building that's here was built in 1900. Oh, so that, that that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's not it doesn't look huge, but we're gonna go check this one out. Um, it's right on like one of the main roads, so it's it's a lot easier to to get to. I mean, we came at it. On an unpaved road after going across the ferry, and that was a little bit of an adventure. It was an adventure. It was fun. Yeah.
1: Um. Something to note about this church: it it is drunk. Apparently, um, it is supported on both sides with uh, support beams.
0: Yeah, it's leaning. Yeah. She, she tipsy. So yeah, let's yeah, she,
1: go. She'll, well, we're gonna take a, go take a look at this drunk church. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Jopa Church and Cemetery also neat uh the church is pretty much exactly the same as both Mammoth Cave and Good Springs and except as mentioned, it's supported by these these beams on the outside, which makes the church look kind of like it's being held up and it is it's it's leaning the cemetery itself is is nice. There are a lot of interesting stones. We'll talk about this this one guy whose life story is inscribed on the back of his large headstone, which is pretty cool. It is right next to a main road, though, so it does lose a little bit of its ambiance when a car goes speeding by at about 50 miles per hour. After we checked out that cemetery, we headed out as it was starting to get dark. We stopped for food a bit out of the park in Bowling Green, outside Bowling Green. And we had a discussion to kind of round up our thoughts about the day. Unbeknownst to us, my phone's Bluetooth was on. So this recording was done through my car's microphone instead of my phone's microphone. So the audio is rough. Please excuse the poor audio quality.
2: Well, uh, last thoughts. Um, There are no pigs in Pig, Kentucky. There is a Porky Pig restaurant in Pig, Kentucky. There are no pigs, only longhorn steers. And some other cows. The cows. But yes, yeah, only cows and pigs. Which is fine because pigs can be terrifying. Mm-hmm. We're having a little snack after not eating. We were master tacticians and stratagems, which means that we Drop some coffee, and hit the road. It's 6 o'clock. It's 6 o'clock, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I have an alarm at 6 o'clock p.m. because I'm often sleepy. I like that your phone tells you what time it is. It's 6 o'clock p.m. You lazy oaf. know. Yeah, no, Phoebe and I were brilliant tacticians, and each got a pumpkin spice latte from Starbucks, and Phoebe was actually smart enough that she brought some kind bars, and that was it. And then we set off on our merry way, like Frodo and Sam. Not like Frodo and Sam. Sam was prepared. I I was going to say, as optimistic, but not prepared at all. So basically, it would have been Oh God, we're Mary and Pippin. I was about to say we're Mary and Pippin. <laughs> we're dicking around in some farmer's yard. Like my kind bars, well, they were the Kirkland brand. Um are the, the carrot <laughs> that Mary lands on. Something. Mm-hmm. We didn't make it to one of the cemeteries I wanted to go to just 'cause there we assumed it would be flooded. There was a warning on the map that that you shouldn't cross this part of the it was an unpaved road that went through a creek, and that you shouldn't cross it if there was water. And, and I have to say, it's been raining from personal experience as a person who lived out in the country with one of those roads. You think that you can make it, and like the water is not the water is not as deep as you think it needs to be for there to be a shrug. So. Given that my car picked up a branch that we <laughs> dragged underneath the car, and it like wasn't that like it it wasn't that bad a situation the twig, yeah, we just didn't really want to chance that, but yeah, so maybe another day we'll we'll get up to that that other cemetery there are a few more cemeteries that are accessible from the road. A lot of them don't have their family uh, family cemeteries, so, like, just little plots. There are of. a couple of others that were on trailheads, so we might come back and maybe do those on a day that where we can actually, like, go to the caves and walk around the trails and do that instead of just driving. Yeah. And now that I have refreshed my memory... That there is little to no cell phone service within the park. That was a problem. That was a sticking point earlier in our trip. Marion Pippin did not. We uh, we were also without the Eagles. Could not get a message in or out. So yeah, we would uh, definitely need to maybe stay like a day, maybe stay overnight in like one of the cabins and. Yeah, do that instead. Yeah, so I have to drive home after we walk a yeah. whole lot. So we're doing reviews of the cemeteries we did go to. Except we didn't really do a review for Old guides because it's the entire thing is small and it's completely fenced off. Yeah, There's, it's more of a historical. It is a historical landmark versus a cemetery that you can like go and sightsee in and look at graves. Yeah, I was incredibly lucky that I got the shot that I got of his gravestone. Yeah, Stephen Bishop's gravestone is like in the back right corner, of like as a, far away as possible. It's in the back right corner, and there's either a crypt or something that is immediately If you're looking at it, it's immediately to the right of it, and you can't you can you can almost can't see his gravestone. You can see it, but it's very hard to get any detail because. Just the way it's positioned, it's you can't you can hardly see it, and of course there's nothing on the other side. So but yeah. we weren't gonna we weren't gonna jump the fence because that would be rude. Yeah, yeah, it was it was an interesting trip. There are a lot of cool cemeteries and um, really cool gravestones. Let me see if I can pull up a picture real quick of one of the ones that we saw. forty. Oh, At the end there, uh, there was a a relatively new stone uh, for a man and his wife, and on the back of it, and I'll put this picture on the the Instagram, uh, on the back of the stone, there was this, all this text with this kind of, it's like an illustration of a man, like, in Mammoth Cave. So, Shorty was born on Mammoth Cave Ridge. His dad was the head cook at the Mammoth Cave Hotel, and he worked with him. He, he went on to build trails in the cave with the Civilian Con, uh, Conservation Corps during the 30s. He was a guide before it became a national park, uh, and then he became a uh, National Park Service cave guide. After he was in World War Two, and worked with the seasonal staff and trained other cave guides. And, uh, he retired in 1981. Yeah. With 36 years of federal service and most of his life spent in or around the Mammoth Cave Ridge. So that was that was a cool thing to find. That was a really, really cool find and um that was at uh Joba. hmm If you would like to Joppa. Yeah. Joppa. <laughs> it's okay. I'm bad at pronouncing things. But yeah, it was a it was a Joppa. So um if you would like to go and see that. It's a nice little bit of info. And also one of the cooler modern headstones we have seen mm-hmm. proof that modern headstones do not need to be kind of i don't know i feel like modern my problems with a lot of modern they're headstones so are, simple that they're boring also modern headstones it's normally just name and date and i i do wonder like how that is going to preserve over time i do wonder if there's like a modern technique for finishing the stone that will keep its wear and tear, like, low? Or if, because I think that the reason why they were able to do that, because there's so much script on there, is because they didn't really etch it. It almost looks like it's like it's, like, a shallower form of etching. Or they might have, like, etched it into the finish of the stone. Maybe it's, like, resin that they've etched into. So it's not, like, it's not the same thing as, like, a stone, which you'll be able to see, but it's not the same thing as, like, stone etching. But it's really beautiful because, yeah, there's that really beautiful picture that they were able to etch in of Mammoth Caves, which we also saw another headstone that had – it was a similar type where there were lots of etchings, and there was, like, a Viking longship on one side and then a bunch of, like, Viking runes and – it but, was really that one was really interesting. That one's really interesting, but it's so new. I don't know if we should like. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's a. It was a person who, their death date was in 2018, but that was a cooler, newer stone. But it was the same kind of process of. Mm-hmm. Etching. So it'll be really cool to see like how those because if if that's like an an expensive way to that that's great because you can put so much personality yeah of the person on the stone which I think is what's missing in a lot of like modern headstones definitely um well I'm done shoving my chicken sandwich my extremely bland chicken sandwich in my face um I'm sorry it's fine it's food so I guess we'll shove off home now I mean. You go on one ferry. <laughs> and all of a sudden, she thinks she's a pirate, a river pirate. God, I hated that fucking ferry. <laughs> okay, Is <laughs> it <Just> there. <laughs> God, I hated that fucking. No, wait, 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 wait. Uh, so, everybody.
1: Stay cool, and stay stiff. Did you ever think, you think, think when a hearse goes by, by That you, you may, may be, be the next to die? They'll wrap you oh. in a long oh. white sheet. Oh. On your head head and and to your feet. feet, then all goes well.